From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in to this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon podcast. Forgot what day it is for a second. It I did too. Wednesday morning here uh, today, May 11th. I referred to yesterday as Wednesday. Did you? About 17 times. Oh, really? Yeah, all day. I think because I'm cramming a week into a short week and I just got I lost track. Okay. Today is, uh, today is Wednesday. We'll be with you today. We'll talk some Arch Manning. Essentially saying the same thing we've been saying for months and months and months, but he said it now, so we'll uh, we'll go with that, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, we'll actually discuss some Tom Brady. We did not actually do that yesterday, so uh, I'm saying actually a lot. I don't know. I'm not a very good podcaster this morning. All that and more coming up on uh, on today's show, Ole Miss and Southern Miss tonight um, from uh, from Hattiesburg. That is at, uh, at 6.30, I believe, is the start time for that. If not, I don't know. We'll tell you. I'll look it up. It is it is streaming though. It's on ESPN Plus, and it is an incredibly hard ticket. We talked about that for a minute yesterday, but um, even some general admission going for overpriced scalping right now for an Ole Miss Southern Miss baseball game in Hattiesburg to uh, tonight one that Ole Miss desperately needs. So that and more. Oxford Exxon Blue Sky location, Highway Six West in Oxford. Ten free bucks. All you got to do is download the Exxon mobile app. It's a thousand bonus points if you do that and you sign up. You also can take a picture of the QR code. It'll automatically up, uh, update the app for you. Ten bucks, including what you are filling up at the moment there at the Oxford Exxon and all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. Lunch specials, as mentioned in the thread, two sides of bread, 32-ounce drinks, and more. And coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. Yep, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. Right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. The rest up to you. You can shop it around. You can do what I've done. But I recommend that you do. And that's hop into a Clark Ford today's, excuse me, 662-257-1900. Great service. Great products. Uh, Corey wants to be your car guy. He wants to be a truck guy. He'll prove to you what that means when you make the call. Uh, guest join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to grab a burger or a po' boy, an appetizer. Great beer selection, full bar, just hang out. Whether you're watching some college baseball, Ole Miss down at LSU over the weekend, or um, you know NBA draft, NBA draft, NBA um, playoffs, playoffs. Thank you, NHL playoffs. The NHL, the NBA draft lottery is Tuesday night. That's going to be a big moment, okay, for a lot of people. Not for you, probably. No, but it's fine. Yeah, um, yeah. I get to, yeah, I mean, it's a day I, I in some ways. I you do seem it. a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. Not for yourself. Not really. Um, anyway, all that at Rafters on the square in Oxford, Rafters in New Albany as well. I, I try, I, I typically what I do, and I don't, again, we're just all over the place. We'll get to Arch in a second, is when I have my first or second cup of coffee in the morning, I'll put one Splenda in. And then typically the to-go I bring with me here is just black. I'll yeah. kind of do it, whatever. I tried Truvia this morning. Yeah. Completely different taste. It's like really throwing me off. I'm kind of like, like yeah. I feel like saccharin in my mouth or something right now with Truvia. I don't, I don't know what the deal is, but I'm kind of struggling through the cup a little bit. I haven't put anything in my coffee for six weeks. 
Literally nothing. No. You're not even doing like full fat cream, which you can, can do. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm I've that done, will not break your fast. Yeah, no, I've done nothing. It's been it's been an interesting experiment. Like I don't even like coffee anymore. I used to love coffee. You don't like it? coffee, even you haven't just gotten used to it. Because you know most people that like red wine really like black coffee without anything. In really, it. that's typically a, a a flavor profile that matches huh. pretty well. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean it's okay, and I I think I drink a cup now out of habit, more, more than anything to prevent like a headache from coming on. Really? Yeah, but I don't, I don't like look forward to a cup of coffee the way that I have since the fifth grade. What grade? Uh, I started drinking coffee. <laughs> I started drinking coffee every day in the fifth grade. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah, it went from being something that I love to now it's just kind of. Eh. I actually don't think I need it to wake up anymore. But I know I'm not going to be eating until late in the day. And so if I don't drink coffee, I'm a little afraid that a headache will kick in. And that will be the predominant thing going on. I have found, though, that I'm, I'm like, I have more energy and I have like sharper thought earlier in the day than I used to. Really? Yeah. So... I saw this, and I, I was going to be really interested by it. I, I wrote this down as a topic for today, but I see that they did not do what I thought they did. Bill Simmons had tweeted yesterday that the NHL had put in a rule for their draft lottery about winning multiple times over a certain period of time. Yeah. But it's more than twice in a five-year period that you can't do. I mean, that seems statistically unlikely. Um, I know it has happened. I know Edmonton has done it a few times, but – I think that's what the lottery kind of gets on my nerves in a way because I don't know that it necessarily even does what it's supposed to do. Yeah, I do like that thought though because it would keep multiple tanking. That the way he said it, and if the NBA and the NHL would make it where you couldn't win more than once in five years. Oh, you can finish second, but you can't be number one multiple times in five years. That's interesting. I don't know that that would dissuade. Quote tanking. Right. I get a little defensive here, like with the Thunder, because the Thunder have become, in the eyes of NBA people, the poster child for tanking. And just two seasons ago, they were in the playoffs. They really haven't been tanking that long. And frankly, they haven't tanked well enough. They've won too many damn games. But like now, they have, they finished with the fourth worst record. So they own their pick and they have the Clippers pick which right now is 12th, but the Clippers have a 4% chance of landing in the top four. So the Thunder have this outside shot of getting two top four picks. Okay. Every once in a while, every day, I play on a site called Tankathon, and you can hit the Sim sim lottery. You do this? Oh, yeah, for sure. Why? Because it's fun. Okay. And some days it'll be... Like bad news, like the Thunder will finish with the eighth pick and the twelfth pick. And yesterday I hit it where I got first and second. And I was like, oh, how good would this be? Because now you're now you're taking Well, that seems almost impossible, but sure. It's like the chance it's like a one percent chance that they get both picks. So what is baseline chance if it goes scratch? If it went scratch, the Thunder would pick they'd have the twelfth pick, which is the Clippers pick. Okay. And then their pick Probably would be somewhere third to fifth, third to fifth, second to sixth. 
if you do it the most, you you end up they 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 finish five and twelve a lot on Tankathon. I mean, okay. I'll, I, you want to do a sim spin real quick? Why not? Yeah. While you're uh, while you're doing that, uh, there's a game time change if you're in town next weekend. Ole Miss's Friday game against Texas A and M will start at seven now instead of six thirty. I don't know why, but they pushed it back thirty minutes. TV. It doesn't say that. I'm okay. very excited. Really pumped up by it. But yeah, now seven o'clock instead of six thirty next uh Friday night against A and M. The original release had Saturday and I was really confused, but no, it's it's Friday's game that has been pushed. The second game of the series because all final series start on Thursday. Right. Because they have to be in Hoover for Tuesday. Right. All right, here we go. Yeah, sure. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Yep, see this is a bad spin. Thunder right. end up six and twelve. That will not make your house happy. No. So I'm going to hit it again. This is what you have to do until you get a better one. So this time. <laughs> you have to end on a good note is what you're yep, saying. Yep. Okay. This time, the Clippers pick landed fourth. Ooh. Now, see, that's cooking. And the Thunder have this. They, their their pick fell to six. But you would take fourth and six right now, Yeah, you? I would take fourth and six. Hit it one more time, see what happens. Well, now All right, so we did it. No, this one, see, this is, this is the big one. This was the uh, Thunder get the first pick. And then the other pick st- stuck at twelve. And that's that's you want a top three pick. There's three. I think there's three franchise players in this draft: Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith, Paolo Boncaro. Okay. And then I think there's a fall. What positions do they play? Jabari Smith's a wing from Auburn. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. He has just a beautiful shot. He's only 18 years old. I mean, his upside is just through the roof. Frankly, he didn't shoot enough yeah. at Auburn. I think I think he was harmed by bad guard play. Okay. Um in the NBA where he'll be surrounded in all likelihood by good guard play, I think I think his shot's going to open up and I think he's going to develop into a really good player, potentially a great player. Holmgren is Holmgren has the lowest floor of that group, but probably the highest ceiling. He he's freakishly good if he can fill out that body a little bit, and then Boncaro is probably the safe pick out of the group. Um, I I don't have days booked in Hoover. I mean, Ole Miss is most likely going to make the SEC tournament. I will tell you though, I do expect them to win the Tuesday game. Um, my travel plans will probably be go Monday because I'll have practice over there. Yeah, and then if they ha- are in the one of the first two games of the day. I will check out of the hotel to leave from the stadium and come home if they lose and then recheck in if they win, I yeah. believe. If it's one of the last two games, I'm not driving back that late, so it is what it is. But I, I think that will be my plan for, 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 for that week. I've kind of strategized that in my head a little bit as we've, we've, we've moved forward. Um, I don't stay at the media hotel because I don't like it, so I'll, I'll find some Hilton property. Yeah, I stayed at that Embassy Suites in Hoover the year that – I was there for like six days, and you're like, you were like doing laundry and stuff. Yeah, yeah you were like, oh, you'll be gone in one day. I thought so. Well, they lost the first game. Yeah, and they were losing the second game, <laughs> and I had checked out. Yeah, and then they didn't. 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 And by Saturday, I was like, well, then hell, just win it. Yeah, I'm here anyway. I mean, <laughs> screw it now. Fair. I'd hit that point where I was like, you know, I'm I'm going to go to one of these cheesy Hoover restaurants tonight, damn it. Bonefish, yeah. baby, here we yeah. go. <laughs> Jay Alexander's is fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. Jay Alexander's is fine. Bonefish is the one I make fun of. Jay Alexander's is completely fine. Bonefish is fine if you go in knowing this is what I'm getting. 
It's going to be fine. I'm going to sit at the bar, have a glass of wine, and just eat it. It is a tradition unlike any other. I will sit in the press box, and it'll be some dude from Carolina or Tennessee or whatever, and they're behind me. They're going, hey, guys, you want to go to Bonefish tonight? <laughs> no, they talk about And there's it. like an excitement going yeah. on. It's like, you want to get the tuna? You want to get the tuna? They, it's, it's seafood chilies. Yeah, it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like they've got salmon. They do. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it came in on a boat, all right. And, and if your expectation for that yeah. salmon is for it to be like a six, you're good. If you go in and go, you know what? The Bang Bang Shrimp tastes good. So I'm going to order it, and it's fine. It's and fine. We're going to move on with yes. our day. And, and I'll order fine. a glass of wine, and life is going to be fine. Yeah. But it's not going to be the high cuisine here. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I, every time I resist the urge, because I'm, I'm, I'm try, I try not to be an asshole, but I want to turn and go, you know, Birmingham's right there. I mean, just just yeah. right there, just, yeah. just just right there. And there's so much in Birmingham. That's it's a really, it's an underrated food. Store. Oh, it's great. And it's like it's just just there. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. <sighs> whatever. Captain D's is an acquired taste. Fine. Um. It was a Captain D's in Rustin when I was a kid. Yeah. I think that's right. I think it was the one in Tupelo. So I was a was kid. it Captain D's or Long John Silver? I can't remember. Well, I can't tell you what was in Rustin in yeah. 19. I guess it was Captain. I guess it was Captain D's. We get that carry out sometimes. Yeah, the fillet of fish is fine, or whatever is fine. Yeah, I think I think it's cod. I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> well, part of it's cod. Yeah, it's just <laughs> stuff mashed together. It's, it's just some stuff. Yeah. Uh. Uh, I saw this and I didn't know it. Just I, Ole Miss probably should swing the bat tonight. I just saw um, Drew McDaniel for Ole Miss again, as we talked about yesterday. Matt Adams throwing for uh, Southern Miss, and his numbers are strange. I'd kind of like to see some splits if I really wanted to be a seam head today. He has a five eight four ERA, which is not good, but his WHIP is zero point eight nine. I don't understand how this is computing, and he has struck out nineteen with zero walks in twelve innings. It, it, it's a really weird stat line. I mean, it sounds like a pretty talented arm. Doesn't walk anybody. Frankly, might not walk enough people. Might throw the ball across the middle of the plate a little too much. But I don't know. I just saw his uh, saw his line and thought it was a little strange. The more you know. He's only given up two extra base hits and 48 bats. It's weird. Oh. 229 batting average against. I don't understand how you get to 584 out of a .890 whip. No, I don't either. That's weird. With no walks. Has he had like one outing where he just got destroyed? I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't really care that much. Uh, Yes, he threw one inning against South Alabama, and they scored three runs against him. Actually, South Alabama, and then he came back and actually pitched pretty well against I was South gonna say, Alabama. That's, that, that's not That's bad, still not terrible. I mean, it's not, not going to be enough to hurt you. Yeah, I, I was looking for like a, where he went an inning and a third and gave up nine runs and Zero runs in an inning, three runs in an inning, two runs in 3.2 innings, and three runs in 6.2 innings. He had a start against South Al, and he went 6.2, gave up three runs on four hits. Okay. What's happening is that, like, I don't – he didn't walk, so I, but there weren't errors. I, I don't really know what happened here. It's This is actually a really strange line. He gives up one hit, doesn't walk anybody. Maybe he hit a ton, I don't know, but gave up three earned runs in an inning. How? And struck out the side. 
Yeah, I'd have to see that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to dig through it, but nonetheless, that's uh, that's where that's at. So Ole Miss, Southern Miss tonight, big game for the Rebels. Actually, a big game for Southern Miss. They're still trying to host. They're trying to get off the snide a little bit after losing two out of three two weeks in a row. So, um, yeah, we'll get to Arch in a second. First, I will tell you about Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Remember to uh, go to the message board, use the thread, tell us if you've ordered it. You'll be automatically entered into, win- entered into a giveaway Maybe you win some free shrimp, and if you haven't, you can use code MPW, $20 off. So go to the message board, click the link. If not, just go to the website, primeshrimp.com, check any of the five flavors, and get restaurant-quality shrimp direct, direct, directly to your door. You can do that from them. And remember, money-back guarantee, free shipping, and more. So primeshrimp.com. Let's see. We're also brought to you uh, by Southern Traditions Farms, a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi, They've got two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot to be offered, including horseback riding offerings with uh, trainer Susan Walt and uh, camp season starting in about three weeks. So get in touch with the people at Southern Traditions. Go to Facebook or Instagram, Southern Traditions Farm, and hit them up about camps. I think it starts May 30th throughout the month of June, Monday through Friday, 830 to 2, so a great opportunity if you are interested in horseback riding, equestrian, that kind of thing to uh, do some of that this summer. Uh, We're also brought to you by Bell & Grove, based out of Chattanooga. It's a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. They specialize in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S. that can navigate through supply chains, while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rates possible for their customers. Uh, They provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly as well. So call Daryl Oliver, 865 672-6557. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today. For a no-cost digital scan of your teeth, let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile, 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. Brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers. From work to lifestyle to nightlife, there's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, and more. So many more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or TheRogue.com. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, if you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they've got opportunities across the board in so many different fields. What they want to do is just get to know you, help you find the right fit for you. It's free for the candidate. All conversations are kept confidential, so you have nothing to lose by giving them a call. Uh, it's Will, Sydney, or Kelsey at 662-832-5138 or to check out their new and improved website at servicespecialistltd.com. Podcast is brought to you by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. Underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. You're getting local underwriting and understands your market. Leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Um, um, and something else quickly, or we just going to the arch. I don't know. I kind of lost my. Oh, um, is Bellarmine? Is that in Kentucky? 
That's cool. They played Tennessee in baseball last night. Bellarmine? Yeah. I don't know. I can yeah. look it up real quick. It doesn't really matter. Uh, the only two losses inside the uh, the conference last night, USC Upstate beat South Carolina 9-6, to and uh, Samford beat Mississippi State 8-6 to last night. So. Bellarmine is in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, there you go. See? Your favorite town. I'll, no, I like Louisville. It's the school for oh. whatever reason. I don't know why. No, Louisville's great. Jack Fry's, awesome restaurant, all good. Yeah, I'm 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 good on Louisville. I actually think it's a really really neat place. Just yeah, I think Louisville's kind of cool. Something yeah, something about the school and the campus is in kind of like a weird bad area too. Like it's just yeah, you know, you could like take it and kind of move it over somewhere. Um, State and Sanford played at the Hoover Met. Might be the only time State plays there this year. <laughs> um, Ada, will their beat writers go over anyway? Well, they have to protect the tournament. Yes, <laughs> well, of course. They, 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 you know, they have to. They have to go make sure that. A <laughs> uh, big home run last night from uh, a guy we used to know, Maurice Hampton, now at Samford playing outfield. The oh, is that right? LSU Memphis product. Yeah. Uh huh. Good for him. Yeah, he had a home run in the in the win for the for the Bulldogs. Samford Bull, Bull, Bulldogs. That's yeah, the Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What? I'm just laughing at your subtle little shot at Mississippi State beat writers. That's good. <laughs> I mean, look. Would it would it, and, su- and would it surprise? No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> they would all go, hey, McCready, he's the asshole. He's the jerk, and you're the one taking the shots. I don't. Go ahead. The, Pine Belt says, "What do they eat in Hoover Applebee's?" No, there's this. I don't know the name of it. There's this catfish restaurant <laughs> they're really into over there. See, I, shot I, two. No, no, it's the boom, truth. Boom. It's the truth. I, I get it, but we're it's just the truth. Firing I don't shots. know. There's a barbecue place and there's a catfish place that they really like, and I don't remember the name of it. Got some sweet tea, I'm sure. Super sweet. I, look, I, I guess credit to them. I mean, it, you th- this beat used to be more congenial. They all go together, is what <laughs> we all hate about each it. other. I mean, <laughs> Not hate each other. In a we way, it's almost kind of interesting because they're all like, hey, like across the road, they'll go, hey, where are we going tonight? 6 30. I'm like, hold on, y'all, all, what, really? All, the whole road together? Like, how, how's that work? Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Things that do not happen on our beat. It used to be much than now. Yeah. There was a time. There was a time. Yeah. There was there was a time. It's changed. Uh, yeah. Reed Detmers threw a uh, a no hitter for the Angels last night. He uh, he is from Louisville. That is correct. He's pitched against the Rebels before. Did you see where Anthony Rendon? It was ten nothing, and he got an at bat. He hit from the left side for the first time in his career, and hit a home run. Yeah, because he hit it off uh, a, a, a position player. Yeah, 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 yeah. He hit it off Phillips. Yeah, who's actually getting a little too much work. It's, it's a problem yeah. right now for the Rays. Yeah, I'm, I'm not dogging catfish. I like catfish. No issue with catfish. I, it's not full moon. I would I would have remembered Parrish Alford is a huge full moon guy. That okay. is like his thing in Birmingham. Like he's he's, he's a bit anyway, okay. All right, Arch Manning. I'm all over the place. It's, it's what it is. <laughs> Frankly, I, I think I'm stalling this on. Purpose. I was wondering where we yeah, where we. I'm, I'm not really necessarily, but I think subconsciously, I think I am, <laughs> because it was said earlier in the thread, and it's really true. It, it, it's a moot point. I think we were all kind of waiting on him to say it, but at the same time, this has been the worst kept secret in college football over the course of the past months. It's interesting. Um, 
he starts spring practice yesterday at, at Newman. Obviously, a lot of media, a lot of coaches there. Um, Ole Miss was not in attendance out of the, 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 the schools that were there. And he was asked about official visits. He said that the three main people, in main, three main schools right now, Texas, Georgia, Alabama, I don't think in an order. And he said, that, and, and that's probably it. Yeah, and then that he said the he quote. is considering official visits to LSU and Florida beyond that. Yeah. So five schools, four SEC plus one future SEC school. And that, I mean, that says it all. That 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 is enough confirmation for sure there. You know, it was interesting because – I thought so too. I thought I thought that was his way of saying it was stop. And nobody followed up and said, "Hey, what about?" I mean, you let him answer it, and he gave an answer. And yeah. You know. Gorney mentioned Ole Miss in the story, and I, I'll be honest here. I think that's Adam doing our site a favor in his mind. Because I know early in the process, when Ole Miss wouldn't get mentioned, there would be kind of a backlash. And Adam and I had a conversation about it, where I was like, "Hey, look." I don't think he's coming to Ole Miss. In fact, I would bet a lot of money against it, but do me a favor and make sure you keep them in the conversation in the event that he does. Sure. I don't want that thrown against our site for years to come. Because, look, because of the connections, until he sort of officially removes it, it all has to sit. It doesn't have to sit the main part of the conversation, but it has to sit here on the periphery. That's a valid, right. fair thing. And that was my request was, hey, yeah. look, in, until he says it, can we just make sure that just keep the name in the story so that in the event that because there would be a few people out there that so every so often would go, Hey, they're more in it than you think. And I would go dig around and I'd come back and you and I had have had this conversation privately at 30 times. If we've had it once where I'd say, I, I don't get that anywhere. No, it's been, I mean, if we're being real honest from a standpoint of momentum or anything else, there wasn't a huge bump after the LSU game when he was here and the whole Manning day, and it sort of just fizzled from there. You, it never really picked up any positive traction from that moment. It almost, it almost went negative after that. Yeah. If there was a bump, it was a negative bump. Well, because relative, when you don't get the positive, even if it stays the same, sure. that is a negative. Sure. Um, but, I, I mean, I heard things after that weekend that made me go, oh, so – I don't think. I mean, we've talked. We've done when I were talking about this before the show. I don't think that going all in Manning that day was a positive for Arch. I think he is focused on himself a little bit. I think he's trying to avoid some of the legacy stuff. Yeah. Um, however, I don't think it's a criticism toward Ole Miss. I think obviously, if Ole Miss doesn't have those connections, they're probably not in this conversation to begin with. It's more than fair. So, it was their card. And you play the card, and you hope the card hits, and you hope you pull out something on the river is kind of the way you go about this. And it, it didn't work. We talked about it at the time. You go it's all not in. The, it, again, it is the only card they had. It is not a criticism to Ole Miss. And they played it as hard as they damn could. They did everything in case it worked. It's kind of like having the Clippers pick in Tankathon. I mean, you hit yeah. the button, but you know the odds are against yeah. you. So... The question that people ask, and it's more than fair, sure. is why? Why why was Ole Miss not more of a factor for Arch Manning? I do think the overall Manning name was a negative. That's part of it. Not all. That's I, I, I do think that's relevant. Um, because I'm not sure 
there's lots of stuff. And it's almost to the point where I've heard so much stuff on Arch Manning, so much stuff on, hey, this guy said this, or this family member mm-hmm. said this, or this whatever, that it's not all wrong. But I hear so much that I don't really know how to weight different things. Does that make sense? Like, sure. Well, I mean, I've there's heard. there's 25 different things where I went, well, this, 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 and this. And now, look, if I said all those, some are going to be true and some are going to be complete and utter bullshit. So, yeah, it's one I, of those things where I you, don't know. we talked about this a lot over the course of the last year, probably. When you'd hear something and you're like, God, if I write that. Because they're, I'm not criticizing anyone here. It's going to come across like a criticism. But there are other sites that I think paint with a brighter brush. There are people out there who I think, whether it was trolling or whether it was just optimism or whether they felt they had some information, they would always post, no, at the end of the day, he's coming. And it made you almost kind of reluctant to say, hey, Here's what I'm hearing. Because what I was hearing back in the fall was he's not going to Ole Miss. It's been months. He's not going to Ole Miss. It was emphatic from people who had been to Newman, who don't have a dog in the hunt, who had talked to people there. And then you began to hear the other thing, and I always believed this was telling. People who knew kids at Newman. People who knew kids at Newman who were in Arch's class or maybe a year ahead or a year below all emphatically said the same thing. It's not Ole Miss. They would tell you it might be Texas, maybe it was Georgia, maybe it was Alabama. Here recently there has been a ton of LSU momentum with Arch. He he really likes Brian Kelly. It's a real thing. Um, there's some Florida momentum because the family really likes Billy Napier, which gets us back into a topic that we probably have to get into if we're going to have this conversation honestly. Um, but there was never any bu- Ole Miss buzz. It just it was never there. Billy Napier was a favorite in the Ole Miss search of the Mannings. I think it's safe to say it's who Archie Manning wanted Ole Miss to hire. Now, in fairness to Keith Carter and Ole Miss, when they reached out to Billy Napier – they didn't there get wasn't it. traction. They didn't get anywhere. And whether that was because he had a Sunbelt championship game to play or whether it was because he just wasn't interested in the Ole Miss job and you know, he wasn't interested in the Mississippi State job, he wasn't interested in the South Carolina job, he was – because we talked about it a lot. He, Napier, was willing to bet that one of the big blue blood jobs was going to open up. I think he thought the LSU job was going to open up. But LSU was never going to hire the ULL coach. But he ended up getting the Florida job. Obviously, he's there now. will coach his first season in the fall. And there's a relationship with the family. They like him. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to Florida. I think it's too late. But yeah, I don't. And, think and for the record, I don't think he's going to LSU. But I can tell you, Brian Kelly's a factor in this, and um, he's got some teammates that are going to LSU that that he is close with, and. Obviously, a lot of his classmates are going to LSU, et cetera, et cetera. But I just never heard any Ole Miss buzz. And I wrote this on the message board this morning that maybe we could have and maybe we even should have gone harder with that. And it wasn't that I was scared to. It was just that there was a reluctance to do that. And then if you're wrong, I mean, you're, you'll never live that down. And then I, I didn't want to like come across like I was trying to, hey, let me be the first to break bad news for you guys. I didn't want to do that either. But then over over time, in fairness to like our message board constituency, 
with the kind of ha- went away. Yeah. With a handful of exceptions, I think everybody's generally signed off on this a long time ago, and they're okay with it. Which is a couple different things. The program was winning. They trust Lane. The program seems fine anyway. I mean, the level of angst to arch to arch eliminating Ole Miss prior to even the official visit season. If this program was not coming off a ten win season, was yeah. not in this situation. If if, if it, to me, this is the most telling part of what you're talking about from a fan base standpoint. Is Ole Miss fans as a general thought? I'm sure some do, but as a general area. They don't need Arch to be a savior. The program's fine. They trust Lane. They'll figure it out. They'll get a quarterback. Yeah. If it was in a time when they were 6-6 six and six and it was Matt or whomever is the coach, it's, oh, God, that was our chance. That was the only way we were going to elevate. Sure. And it would have been chaos right now. Yeah. But because of where the program is, everybody goes, okay, well, we'll get a quarterback. It'll be all right. And I think some people that are angry about it look at, you know, like in the mid-'90s when Peyton Manning did not come here. Frankly, at that time, if you think about it objectively, take take all the other stuff out, Ole Miss wasn't a viable option for Peyton Manning at that time. He wanted to develop as a future pro. Ole Miss had just hired a veer option offensive coordinator. They were about to get hammered by the NCAA. The roster wasn't particularly talented. And here's this, hurt. here's this guy that could go anywhere, and he's going to go to Ole Miss just because his dad? And so, but now... 20-something years later, it's a different situation. They just came off a Sugar Bowl appearance. They just went 10-2. and two. Uh, They just went 6-2 and two in the SEC. Um, only losses were on the road to, you know, Alabama and Auburn. Um, recruited pretty well, especially in the portal. You know, there's a, a solid coaching staff. There's all of that. There's stability. The program, you know, just had game day on campus in November. I mean, it's a totally different deal. And so I think people look at that and go, okay, well, I get it then, but I don't really get it now. Mm-hmm. And then you get into all the dynamics that you were talking about a minute ago. And that's one of the things that's been the hardest thing from a re- reporting standpoint is the why. Because, frankly, the Mannings are pretty buttoned up. They don't say much. It's hard to get anything real. And you got to be really careful with a gossip off of that, yeah. where somebody goes, "Well, here's why they're not doing it." Because you know, forever we heard, "Well, the Ole Miss program isn't stable enough." Well, if he chooses Texas, he's pro- he's choosing the most unstable place of any of them. I sure. mean, because they really like Sarkeesian. We know that to be true. That's, that is that, a that, that is a fact that we know. Really like Austin. Yeah, um, a lot. But from a football standpoint, you you can easily make the argument that. Ole, that Ole Miss is a better football situation than Texas. Well, from a football standpoint, this, be, is an, yeah. this is an easy decision for him. Yeah. He goes to Alabama. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go to Alabama. They, the last look. I mean, if you look at this analytically, the last handful of quarterbacks that have gone to Alabama have been first round picks. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, they have completely removed that kind of stereotype of not being able to develop quarterbacks. It's, it's gone. Yeah. You know, and you go there, and it's a they like they like a buttoned up program a little bit. Which Bama is. Bama is that. It's what they are. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they like. I don't even know that it's a personal thing with Kiffin. As much as people have tried to make it personal, I think it's stylistic. That's what I think. Just the way, the marketing and everything. Just, just the whole deal. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not even a criticism one way or the other. I just don't think it's I don't think it's a fit. 
in their eyes. I mean, we've talked about this. The Ole Miss program now for two and a half years, the brand is Kiffin. Period. It's Ole Miss is stay Kiffin. And it, yeah, Ole Miss has embraced that. Yeah, as they should. College football is about coaches and brands. Of course. Period. Of course. I don't know that that's the Manning way, if you will. Pardon the pun. The Mannings are kind of used to being the brand. And justifiably. I mean, I, I get it. But I always sense there was something there. I think it's Texas. I'll be honest with you. It feels Texas. I think it's Texas. I think it's NIL. I think it's a chance to blaze his own trail. I think it's Austin. I think it's all of that. Texas is staying in the Big 12, it looks like, for a couple more seasons. That's what it sounds like. He- it looks like Arch will play two seasons in the Big 12. Yeah. Yeah. I anticipate a red shirt for him. I do. And the Mannings aren't scared of that. That's no, fine. I mean, Eli, Eli red shirted. I, I think it's Texas. If you told me it was Georgia, I'm not surprised. I think Alabama's ready to move on. I think they're going to take this kid from Louisiana, Holstein. Yeah. I think that's coming fairly soon. I mean, they've been kind of waiting on Arch, but but I think it's I think it's Texas, and I think Texas, in some ways, would make Arch the brand if he became the quarterback. They're desperate for relevance. Mm-hmm. They'll give it a shot. Yeah, and their brand right now is sucking despite resources. And the people that say NIL doesn't matter, it it does. It, does. it just does. To say to say that that amount of money wouldn't factor into a decision is it's it's unrealistic it's disingenuous it's it's pick your word and yeah he would make money anywhere but the texas money is for him to go to texas when you were there probably two more seasons at least so maybe draft eligible in two seasons yeah and if he's as good as people say he is, I mean, you know, yeah. You also could get stuck behind him. For a you could while. get stuck behind him, or he could be a bust. Yeah. He didn't move the needle at Ohio State at all. Tyler Siski was sitting in that chair just yesterday talking about how he's seen him. There's no way that Ewers is going to bust. Ewers is the real deal. Ty Simpson's the real deal. There are people in Alabama that are privately going, hey, Ty Simpson might be the best quarterback to ever come through here. Really? Yeah. And that's not an insult at the guys that have come before, yeah. including the guy that just won the Heisman and is a favorite to win it again. Yeah. Just people saying, hey, there's a chance. Yeah, sure. Like all the stuff's there. Yeah. And so Ty Simpson, I mean, Bryce Young's not coming back for another season. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, Bryce Young's going to be one of the first two or three picks in the draft. He's gone. So you got to beat him out. And there's another quarterback at Alabama. From a playing time standpoint, Frankly, George is the no-brainer. Yeah, that's open. Yeah, yeah. Continue this in a second. First, about Northeast Spark in ESPARC. Two packages: the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com. Six six two two three eight three one five nine. Phone service available. Parental controls. Network security. 
and more. So call the office for details. And again, get the best internet in Lafayette County. That's 662-238-3159. I may be speaking out of turn here, but I've seen the shell and the admin. So it's I, there. It will okay. be up today. Yes. Chase will have a uh, mailbag for you uh, today. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, I highly recommend Grenada Nissan. Sit just off Interstate 55 in Grenada, Mississippi. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Uh, Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, Handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio. All of that at 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse uh, in Oxford. We're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. You guys know the routine by now. If you're traveling, uh, you're planning a trip for the summer, especially if you're planning something overseas, anything like that, you need to make sure that you uh, go through a professional who can make that trip one that you can enjoy, it's carefree, a special one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. Get in touch with John, give him some parameters, give him a budget, and he'll give you options. And no, you don't have to live anywhere near Memphis to take advantage of his services. But if you do, it's okay. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Also brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com. They're based in Madison, Mississippi. Clients in more than 20 states, advisors in multiple states. Uh, they provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and so much more. It's mypenwealth.com. And the College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. Two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. Go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Podcast also brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery. That's johnstonhillcreamery.com, just off Molly Bar on White Oak Lane. Remember, they are doing uh, doing lunch. They've got a picture up on their Instagram today of, um, or actually I put it up yesterday, of a lunch charcuterie box, really good-looking stuff there. You can get that by stopping in at their location or through fetch delivery as well. Order it. They're open until 4 so come see them. They move all their cheeses local and in-house there. They do charcuterie, as I mentioned, grazing tables, and much more. They'll do cheese classes if you put a group together for that. 662-419-9201. Or you can email them, cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Uh, Grind points out Georgia has two other five stars on their roster. Everybody has quarterbacks. It is just um, – but here's the deal with that. Every quarterback in the world believes in himself and thinks he's the best quarterback in the world. So – yeah, every good one. Is what every is. good one just thinks that way. They are not worried about the other dude for the most part. They are in the class, but they are not on the roster. Right. Which is kind of funny when you it, think about it. It is. I'm not worried about the sophomore who's two years ahead of me and was not the same what I am out of high school, but we're, hey, well, you and I are not going to go to the same place. We're going to do whatever. Yeah. Kids making decisions. Arch Manning's not intimidated of another quarterback. Should he be? Maybe. Is he? No. Look, if his last name is not Manning, he's probably not the number one player in the country, but he's still an incredibly highly ranked quarterback. 
He is. I've talked to, I've talked I mean, to, talked to a lot of people who have watched him play who would say he's he would still be a five star. There are people that think hey, he might need a year to get ready. Okay. Most quarterbacks do. Bryce Young got a year. He was ready. Tua got a year. He was ready. Eli got a Eli got two years. He was ready. I mean, it's, come on. We also, what this means or doesn't mean or impact can't be answered today. It is going to depend on how good Altmaier or Dart or whomever the quarterback is in sure. two seasons. Sure. If Ole Miss has some all-SEC quarterback, whomever it is. It won't matter. Then, okay, great. Enjoy. I mean, if Lane's got a quarterback and he's still here and he's going 10-2, and two, they go, okay, sure. All right. Enjoy Austin. Sure. We'll see you your junior year, and we're going to beat you. And the, there won't be angst unless the flip of that is true. If he goes, oh to, yeah, now then it's chaos. If he goes to but Texas and and he leads he blows them, up and leads them back to the promised land, and yeah. Ole Miss slips to six and six because it has no quarterback play, people will revisit this. It will be revisited <laughs> over and over. There will be a retrospection perspective <laughs> at that point too. Okay. We didn't talk about yesterday. Um, you got anything else on that? Or are you you good? I don't think so. I, th- okay. it's I feel so, like we exhausted this a while ago. Well, we're, just, we're writing the obit today is what we're doing. Yeah, it's funny. It, when it happened yesterday. Well, I saw the thread blow up and I kind of went, did I miss something? Like, well, duh. Yeah, yeah because I, that's my point. I think for you and me, this ship sailed a long time ago. Like, it's out in the middle of the ocean. I, yeah. I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, we've already hit the iceberg. Like we're not taking off from, yeah, from the, the I, harbor today. I think I had quit thinking about him as a potential miss target for months. I mean, I focused a lot more on Rashada, for example. That's the reason I wrote about Rashada's travels a lot more than I wrote about Arches. No, I don't have anything else, really. I've asked myself if I were in his shoes, would I want to go to a place where everything was already named after my family? Would I want that pressure? And I don't know the answer to that. On one hand, it would be really cool. And on the other hand, it would be constantly compared even more to my grandfather, to my uncle. Sure. I mean, you know, if you think about it, I guess by then it won't be the CBS game of the week, but whatever game of the week, right? The pre, the pre, the the intro into the game would include the grainy, flashing the generation, the grainy footage of Archie running around against Alabama, and then Eli carrying off the Cotton Bowl trophy. It would always be that. Always. And then what if you didn't live up to that? It would always be that narrative. And I tried to put myself, I was actually thinking about that yesterday. What, if I were in his shoes, would I, would I embrace that narrative? And a part of me would because I, I'm, I, I'm a pretty big family person. And a part of me would be like, no, nah, man, I don't want that. I'm going to go do my own thing. I 
I, I see all sides. Sure. I mean, like I said, if you go to Alabama, you're just a cog in a machine. Mm-hmm. No matter what. If you win a title, okay, he did too. You're the next guy to win it. Right. Yeah. It's a business decision to move forward with your life. Sure. I mean, it's said in the stream here. I mean, if you do something at Ole Miss that the other guys didn't do, your other family members didn't do, I mean, you're it's it's sure there's not a comparison in the world to it. Sure. But that's a pressure, right? Well, sure. That you know, that's a pressure that doesn't exist at other places, and it's a reward that doesn't exist at other places either. That's true. We get Eli's kid in fourteen years. We get to do it. Yeah. Neil's doing math in his head yeah, right now. I was. I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. So, Charlie Manning. Oh, okay. Shows you my mind is not overly sharp because I'm just kind of scattered today. Uh, I made a Titanic reference a minute ago with a with a, a, a metaphor. Do you think the, if had they had the key and they had the binoculars, they would have saved the ship on the Titanic? you think it would have made a difference? Yeah. You think so? Because they wouldn't have hit the iceberg. You think they would have seen it and that would have been that and they actually yeah. had not made that mistake. Yeah. Had they had they been properly staffed and everything, yeah, they would have seen it. Yeah. The guy who had the key to the closet that had the binoculars in it did not travel. He got off the boat at the last minute and had the key in his pocket accidentally. Yes. So, yes. Had the you had- note he wrote, he, he mailed a letter for it to get to the ship when it arrived at its destination it sold for like one and a half million dollars or something a few years ago where he said, hey, I hate I wasn't on the voyage, but hey, here's the key. Oh, nobody got the bell on that side. I mean, I mean, probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Would have slowed down, would have changed course, probably could have avoided it being as c- catastrophic of a hit at the very least. Had yeah. more time to prepare, sure. Yeah. So I was going to mention this yesterday, and we didn't really get around to it. We're some other stuff. Tom Brady, not just signing a deal to be Fox lead analyst uh, once he's done with his career, is the interpretation that it's after one more season? I mean, it is a one-year deal, or we don't uh, know. It's just no, whenever he decides to hang it's it whenever up. whenever it ends. In fact, one of the stories I read said that that was left open-ended. I don't think he has given them a, a guaranteed date of, hey, this is when I'm going to walk away. So his contract one one must think though it's very imminent. Yeah. Ten years, three hundred and seventy five million dollars for Tom Brady to be an analyst who's never called a game in his life. I, he will be good at it though. He will be fine. That thirty seven point five million annual value. Um, here's a little bit of a what that actually would mean from a football player standpoint. His broadcast salary would be the fourth highest NFL player salary for 2023. Only Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, and Patrick Mahomes are set to make more money than that. It would be the highest salary of Brady's career. His highest annual salary is $25 million, which he will make this season. And then it's absolutely the highest salary of any color commentary. Commentator dwarfing what uh, Aikman, Romo make. And he hasn't called a game yet. Um I tell you what it is, though. It's a sign of the bidding wars that are going on like crazy. You've got Amazon who just signed their 10-, 11-year deal. um, For massive amounts of money. Yeah, it's probably worth over $100 billion to show Thursday games. Fox, CBS, and NBC are all paying over a billion dollars per year for NFL TV rights. And ESPN pays $2.7 billion a year for just Monday Night Football. 
It's the un- just Monday night football, Chase, just, which usually is bad games. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter how bad the games are. Like the schedule comes out tomorrow night. One of the games leaked today. One of the Thanksgiving games is um, Cincinnati at Dallas. Is it? Okay. I mean, can you imagine the ratings on that game? Hell, every TV in America is going to be on that game. Well, of course it doesn't matter what the games are. The ratings are always good, and the Lions still play on Yeah, it was like the Lions Day. and Bears, two bad teams playing at noon on Thanksgiving, Everybody and the ratings are off the charts. The, league, the league's amazing. I mean, they've, they've figured it out. They're the king. I mean, it's gambling, it's fantasy, it's the whole deal. So, no, I'm, I'm not surprised. Look at the money they threw at Sean McVay. Oh, yeah. So much money that I think he seriously thought about walking away from coaching in his 30s. I think about it. Uh, he did think about it. He'll I think never he, lose I, again. I, I mean, think hey. he really thought about it. I don't think he's the guy that's coaching at 50. No, I think it's pretty obvious that he's not. I think he runs through some of these guys. It's his dudes and kind of was with them, and then that's it. It's clear. I mean, I think his attitude about the picks and stuff is, I don't care about the picks. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> not my dudes. We're ring hunting right I mean, now. Yeah, that's what we're doing. I got one. I'm going to go for one or two more, and then I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to make a lot of money, and I'll go do whatever I want to do at that yeah, point. Well, I mean, what he'll do is get in the broadcast booth. I mean, Tom Brady and he'll be Tom good. Brady is going to make more money broadcasting than that's he ever funny. made playing. Yes. And most people, if you're having a who's the goat argument about – pro football players, most people are going to go with Brady. When is Romo's next contract? Whatever he wants it to be. Because here's the deal. He's great. He's fantastic. He's phenomenal. Brady being better than Romo will be a tall task. Anybody being better. That's my Romo. point. Yeah, sure. Romo got more value publicly by Breeze not being very good. Because it shows it's not just a former quarterback jumping on. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just today's quarterback doing this. Drew is too buttoned up. He is. Yeah, he is. And I wonder about Brady. Can you be funny? Can you be... I think he's got the personality. Can you be a people person? Because you can't be totally consumed with your image. One of the things that we all like about Romo is that Romo's kind of a geek. Yeah. He's a good-looking guy. He's made tons of money. He was a great Brady has done a pretty good job on these little golf things he's done. Yeah. Where he's just laid back and let's be a frat kid for a little while and it is what it is. But you know what I mean? It's going to be very difficult for Tom Brady to be every man. He's not. I mean, Tom Brady's won 82 Super Bowls. Yeah. He's married to a supermodel who makes more money than he does. Yeah. Um, He's very he, he he's very conscious and it, frankly the way he eats the way he looks everything he does is not like you. He's well he's found I mean the rest of us age he goes backwards. Yeah. I mean every man in America goes yeah I wish I looked like him. Yeah. Tom Brady and Paul Rudd don't age. They yeah. are what they are. So I, it's going to be difficult for him to I mean you know cuz Drew Brees all the stuff was like did he get hair plugs what you know what was that? I mean I don't think anybody ever was super intimidated by Drew Brees, but he never could loosen up on a broadcast. Romo's Romo comes across, even though he's not that, he comes across like, yeah, he's the guy I met at the bar. Yeah. That's his skill. He's even, that guy, and he's telling me everything that happens before it happens. Yeah. But but I do think his best skill is that he comes across if you listen if you're if you're not invested in the game, like you're not cheering for the Packers. Okay? 
or against the Packers. You're just watching this Green Bay Vikings um, Minnesota game. He he makes you feel like you're sitting at the bar and he's just sitting there with you and he's funny and he's telling stories and he's laughing and he's and then oh at the same time he's like hey they're gonna run a cross pick right here <laughs> and it happens you're like son of a yeah he's that now nah, it's gonna be difficult to top. I'm interested in the Amazon part of this. The Amazon broadcast, what does that do? What are their numbers? Because that's the next thing, right? And you know everyone's watching to see what happens with that, like Apple TV and Amazon Netflix. Netflix Yeah, all that stuff because as younger people become less young who didn't grow up with NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox as their exclusive providers, they're going to... That's that's all going to become part of it. Alan makes a good point. Phil Mickelson's curating was off the charts. He was so good publicly in everything he was doing. And he has lost so much money now with all this stuff that's happened to him over these last months. I yeah. mean, it's, it's catastrophic from an image and a money-making standpoint moving forward in his career. I mean... PGA Tour coming out yesterday and telling all of its players they can't play in the Saudi event, that they are not allowed. Um, they're independent contractors. This thing could go to court. Um, yeah. Mm. But most of those guys look around right now and go, I, there's a lot of money here. There's a lot of money here. Tiger's with us. Now there's a lot of money over there too. Got a bunch of good young players. This might be the time just to kind of hush Make well, some of the young players have. They went, hey, I'm pretty good where I'm at. I'm, yeah, I'm all saying. right. I'm, I'm, on. I'm cool. Yeah. Yes, sir. What were the Masters ratings? I have no idea. Yeah. Don't know. I never even saw it. I would guess really good. Oh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They're on South Lamar and Oxford. Also uh, in Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs on the square in Holly Springs. Give them a call. To change your pharmacy, if you're using a big box store, take somebody who uh, takes care of you, cares about what you have going on in the pharmaceutical world. Again, that is in Oxford on South Lamar, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync to your prescriptions the same day each month. So give them a call. Again, 662-236-2222. I taped a hand-raised guys uh, yesterday with Tyler Siski. It's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. I think you'll really like the podcast. It's about an hour and a half. We... Went over the uh, bet online betting odds for winning the SEC championship. Yeah. Kind of went bargain hunting. We have different bargain ideas. I mean, obviously, Alabama and Georgia are the safe bets, but those aren't bargains. We went into some of the other teams. We actually went into every team in the SEC. Talked about another uh, metric that's out there. I think you'll really like it. It's a really football show. Again, Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. I also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. has been serving the Oxford area for um, more than 73 years. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we are uh, 
brought to you by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC, based out of Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. ACS can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. To learn more, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. So go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for uh, 20% off your purchase. And as the weather heats up, so do the deals from Dead Soxy. Dead Soxy's mystery box is uh, the ultimate uh, summertime deal. Get 20 pairs of socks for only $70 with the code REBELGROVE. In addition to this incredible deal, use REBELGROVE for 35% off site-wide. DeadSoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE. Stock up on your favorite no-shows or dress socks and step into warmer weather in style. So uh, the one other thing that was somewhat interesting is because you know what Brady's doing with Fox. Eventually, they currently uh, are not 100% sure what's going on with their with their analyst, who the head guy's going to be for 2022. The rumor, though, is it will be Greg Olson just until whenever it, it runs out. He's probably willing to be a placeholder. I don't know that a, I don't know that a big name would do it, like be the substitute teacher. Oh, no, because you're out. I mean, yeah. But if the big Ol- name's not going to be number two. But and- you know, if you're Olsen and you take it and you're like, hey, I got nothing to lose here and everything to gain. Because if you're good. If you're really good, someone's going to hire you. Yeah, he's going be a benefactor of a pretty big deal. I mean, not in the Romo Brady area, but that whatever that next whatever that next tier looks like at this uh, at this point. We mentioned the Angels earlier. Uh, saw a thing from the Athletic this morning about uh, Trout being back healthy and the mm-hmm. numbers that he is putting up. He had a weird, obviously – with 2020 being what it was. He only played in 37 games or something last year because of injury, and uh, his numbers are back to kind of the – they call it the greatest of our time, but the uh, the stats that he is putting up at the moment right now, he's hitting 337 with nine homers and on 1183 OPS through 27 games. He had two home runs last night during that um, during that no-hitter for, uh, for Detmers and the Angels, and his advanced metrics are um, – 148 and 123% better than the average player. Wow. Which is obviously the best in uh, in baseball. So there's uh, there's that. And with him and Otani as a 1-2, can the Angels become a story people care about? Can they win enough? They haven't made they haven't been over 500 since 2015, but they are currently 21 and 11. Yeah, a game up over Houston, six and a half over Seattle. Um they look like a playoff team at this point. Boy, baseball needs a story like that. Baseball just is not even on the radar right now. And they should be, if you think about it. Like the AL West, you know, the Twins went out and got Carlos Correa. It's paid off. They're in first place. The Yankees are 21-8. and eight. That's always good for baseball when the Yankees are on top. Sure. The uh, Dodgers are 20-8. and eight. The uh, NL East, the Mets are in first place, 21-10. Uh, and 10. Seven game lead over the Braves, seven and a half over the Marlins. Um, Milwaukee's leading the NL Central, but St. Louis is right there, just three back, looking like a playoff team. All the teams that, if you're a baseball guy, 
in the offices mm-hmm. in New York. You kind of want them to do something. And um, they're doing it. And yet, the lead stories today and tomorrow will be NFL schedule and NBA playoffs. Yeah. They just don't resonate. And in America, I was talking about in the thread, how much how big football is when your playoffs are in the middle of football season. It's tough. It's, it's just the wrong time of year. It's tough. It's really hard to... Because playoffs are good. Energy baseball playoffs are good. They're, they're really good. But when you got the NFL playing on Thursday night and Sunday and Monday and you got the colleges playing on... Saturday. Thursday yeah. and some Friday and some Saturday and everybody's dialed in on that. Oof, it's tough. You got that Tuesday, Wednesday window to do something. They were in rough shape anyway, trying to get back in the series. But the big news yesterday, John Morant likely out for the entire playoff should they make a bit of a comeback. But um, Is it an ACL? Uh, bone bruise in his knee is what the team okay. announced. Um, I did see multiple doctors on, the so- on social media say that whatever pool did to him would not have caused that. So it was something that okay. was not from that that injury. Um that you can't get a bone bruise from a push. It meant you know it's something from a, a larger impact than that. Um, Golden State up three one. Obviously headed back to Memphis for Game Five. So yeah, last night was two blowouts. Miami blows out uh, Philly in Game Five. They're up three to two. One twenty eighty five, and then Mavs lose one ten eighty, and are on the brink now against the Suns. Phoenix looked like a championship team last night. Chris Paul was bad again. Yeah, but Devin Booker wasn't. Mm-hmm. When you see multiple NBA players tweeting about a, another NBA player, it means something more yeah, well. Yeah, it does. Yeah. We've got game five to, game, yeah, game five tonight, Milwaukee and Boston. Correct. And then game five tonight, five. Golden State. Yeah. Feels like the end for the Grizz. If anyone is interested in hockey, the Montreal Canadiens nabbed the top pick in the NHL draft. The top five, Montreal, New Jersey, Arizona, Seattle, and Philadelphia. Oh. Asses and seeds. Oh, man. Can't wait. (laughs) Toronto up on Tampa Bay, 4-3. Defending champions facing elimination now. Yeah. Maple Leafs and the Lightning. I picked – I had Maple Leafs. Did you? Yeah, I picked Maple Leafs to win the whole thing, I think. I had an an all-Canada – yeah, Stanley Tampa Cup. Bay was not the betting favorite in the round, but they are the back-to-back defending champions. Yeah, so there's that. Um, other scores: Carolina is up three-two on Boston. St. Louis is up three-two on Minnesota, and LA is up three-two on Edmonton. Okay, I know nothing. So. There's no analysis there. Just uh, <laughs> no, just that. No. Here are the scores. It's like those spoofs, like the newscast, so they go 5 2, 3 1, 4 2. There's news for tonight. Moving on. Area's, area team wins a game. I always loved that episode of Cheers where Sam Malone was a sportscaster, you know. And <laughs> he was great. <laughs> when he sang the song about a growing injury. I haven't seen those. Yo, yeah, yeah. I'm revealing my I told age you, I now. think I'm a little, I don't know. There are lots of people my age that love Cheers. Yeah. I get it. I, I just, I've struggled with it. Really? For whatever reason, I have oh. not been able to lock into it the way that, maybe I need to give another chance, but I never locked into that the way a lot of other people uh, have. So. Yeah, it was, it was a great show. 
it's a really slow day on ESPN because down the right hand rail, it's Russell Wilson and Ciara are getting a new puppy. Oh, that's I great mean, news. We're, we're having so, a so happy for. I them. mean, there's hockey at the top of the page. It yeah. is a light day. Yeah. I'm like, I've got some NBA in the middle, just the way I have my teams and sports set. But what? Are you singing the song? Yeah, I was singing the song. <laughs> I did notice the Preds lost in four. Yeah. Yeah. It did not go well for Nashville. No. Still a hot ticket, though, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I'll be kind of interested to see in five years, sort of, how Nashville area people do. I mean, I know Titan is one, but, you know soccer, hockey, how some of the secondary sports play in there with that. Maybe different fan bases. They've got a pretty good soccer fan base. If you look around, I mean, it's yeah. kind of – frankly, it should scare the hell out of MLB is what mm. it should do. If you look around at some in, uh, MLS stadiums, and I'm not going to be soccer guy. I promise I'm not. But if you look around at MLS stadiums, they're full. That's all really MLS has got to do is just be a fun afternoon. You don't have to have rabid fans. You just need people who want to go. Well, you think about it, right? So you have these young people who now grew up playing soccer and watching soccer. You can see soccer now. You know, they a lot of young people have a favorite team in Europe, typically in the English Premier League, and you can watch those games. You can stream them. You can watch them. And now those people get out of college or out of grad school or law school or whatever, and they move to one of these cities – they don't have a ton of expendable income, can't afford NFL tickets. You can afford MLS tickets. And like you said, it's just a two-hour deal. So you can meet your buddies at the bar, have a couple of beers, go to the game. It's a quick little Saturday afternoon excursion. You don't really give a damn. It's not bad. And before you know it, you've built a fan base. That's how it happens. And it's absolutely happening oh, sure. at – Atlanta. Atlanta, Cincinnati, Nashville, Kansas City. A lot yeah. of these places that you would think would not be big soccer towns, the crowds tell you that you're wrong. Notre Dame, you got to give them credit in a couple different ways. They, they, they kind of get the Keep It Real um, award for the week. In the middle of all that chaos with ADs and NIL and all that stuff going on, um, Jack Swarbrick, their AD, was asked um, if he thought the end of the NCAA would actually do anything, and he said they always – I forget their exact his exact quote, but essentially they always crow about it and they never actually do anything, so he does not anticipate that's a big I, movement there. That's what I think. And then Mike Bray was asked about it, the basketball coach at Notre Dame, during the ACC meetings this week, um, and his message for colleagues upset with the chaotic process is, quote, coaches have got to stop complaining. This is the world we're in, and the last time I checked, we make pretty good money, so why don't you just shut up and adjust? I agree. There's Mike Bray this, this week. so He's not wrong. You know me, man. I'm not one to defend the NCAA or to tell you that I feel sorry for enforcement staff or whatnot. Asking them to go enforce this is un, is unrealistic. And I think it's lip service. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's real. I think it's an attempt to, hey, we're out there, and if if you do this the wrong way, we'll get you. I think it's nothing more than a. It's posting the the. It's putting the big thing up that shows you your speed limit when you drive by it. I, I think it's yelling down. up at your kid. If you don't clean your room, you're not going to have dinner. And the kid knows deep down, I'm going to get dinner. Yeah. Maybe he'll clean his room anyway. Yeah. But. So. All right. Uh, again, no stream in the morning. There will be a show. 
recording that later today. So you'll have a podcast. Might even do it on video. I haven't really decided yet. Depends what's going on with other people. Um, we'll have a, no stream, but have a show. And then Neil was already taped and recorded hand raised guys. It is set to premiere, however that works. So you'll have that as well. So a couple of shows to finish out the week. And uh, the mailbag coming up here in probably a couple of hours, something like that. I'm almost done. I've got none of the longer questions. Just got to fill in a few. I've got a story up on the site uh, about Braden Waterman, the quarterback walk-on, invited walk-on, uh, overcame two bouts with uh, stage three Hodgkin's lymphoma. It's a really good, not a really good story. His stories are really an inspiring, an inspiring story. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know how well written it is or isn't. Beats me. It's for other people to determine. <laughs> but uh, it's. Um, it's an inspiring story. It's a, he's a really neat kid. I enjoyed uh, talking to him. So that's up on the site as well. That is on uh, rebelgrove.com. So check that. We'll be back with you soon. And again, more podcasts throughout the week. Take care.